the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to be here for the next hour or so talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. How is everyone? Um, It's a little wet out there today. Yeah, a little bit. On the way in. Good Um, morning. Yeah, morning, Georgie. I was waiting. Mark started chatting. I didn't want to interrupt him. Yeah. And I got to tell you, interrupt me. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. What were you going to say? <laughs> oh my Uh-oh. word! Um, I was just looking looking at the weather app on my phone. Um, they've gotten 38 inches of snow at June Lake in the last 24 hours, wow. and they're expecting another 6.8 inches in the next 24. Wow! It's a it's a big storm that's uh, starting to work its way in, and I got to tell you. Um, Driving down Miramar Road in the dark in the rain is not fun. A little tre- treacherous. Is <laughs> it's, it? Does, it's it's bad. Doesn't it, your car have headlights on it? It does have headlights, but you uh, can't see anything. They, they didn't. It didn't matter because I, I was on the same road and I was driving extremely <laughs> you know, slowly. If there are no reflectors, once the road gets wet, you can't. You see can't see lines. anything. No, yeah. there, were, oh, there were lines. <laughs> well, I didn't go on Miramar Road. Okay. There were on the freeway. I just slowed down. That's as what you all I did. should, as everyone did, I think. I had to drive 45 on the interstate today, so that was how insane. And this is the first time ever in my car I had to actually go on the maximum speed for a right wiper. So it was going. Yeah, it was a. It was not a fun commute into the station this morning, but but we made it. I saw that the temperatures here rose overnight, and so they have raised the snow level prematurely so we might not get as much snow in the local mountains as expected well it was they said it was i had heard earlier in the week that they were expecting the snow level to drop to a thousand feet yeah wow. right. i heard that too but i don't I, I i i think somebody sent out the wrong copy well and then there then the the it was the first ever <clears throat> national weather service blizzard alert was issued in san diego this it, was week. it here or just up in la no it was here well, they, we, they they withdrew our blizzard warning, but there is a blizzard warning right now up in yeah, the North LA. It was the, yeah, it was the first um, the first one since the 1980s or something. Yeah, my like brother that. sent yeah. out pictures yesterday of his backyard in Palmdale's snow. Well, they they were predicting th- three to four feet of snow in our mountains. Yeah, I yeah. think we're not going to get that much. The snow level is supposed to drop down to 2,500 feet tomorrow tonight. That's overnight, low still. but. But it's up to, I think it said 5,000 feet this morning. It, it rose wow. dramatically. Well, it was but, kind but of warm. But the rain out. hasn't, the, the, the quantity of rain hasn't diminished, right, that we're expecting? No, but I, still think we're I was to- expecting more out of this first little band. It looks like we're on the southern fringe of it, so we'll, we'll see. It, well, every bit of it is welcome. Range. Exactly. Well, I don't know. What do you mean? Well, I. I understand what you're saying. We have a little bit too much right now. It would well, be nice to have some sunshine for a while and then some more rain. Yes. I agree. Well, uh, we're gonna, so tomorrow it's supposed to be sunny, and then we're supposed to get more rain oh, Monday so through exactly Wednesday. exactly what I want. And then we're supposed <laughs> to have more rain for next weekend. So. Well, I had heard in oh, – it was earlier earlier in the week. There's a lake that's it's like an hour and a – like an hour and a half northeast of Fresno. I can't remember the name of it. 
but they they were expecting rain through March eighth. <laughs> so there, it's it's you know, out there. It's interesting. If only there were a way we could capture some water, of this yeah. rainwater <laughs> Keep and it save from it running out for the, the dry yeah. months. Yeah, you would. Uh, it makes you sense. Would, you would think, but uh, I even heard. I don't know if this is. Yeah. True or not, it might be the thousand foot snow level. I even heard that the leader of a western state was suggesting we might need to capture more rainwater. Did did you hear that? Did I dream that up? I, I heard I, it. I, I didn't hear I, that. Yeah. So. Oh, I, I heard it as well. In fact, yeah. I think I shared it with both of you gentlemen, so mm-hmm. you may remember it if you look back in some of your archives. But I, yeah. 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 I've I, I was stunned. Completely. Because it is so different than it's like a new idea. Yes, <laughs> right. Like, yes, I just Thank thought you, of Mark. It. That's I, it. Yes. Here's a novel approach yes. to our drought. Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, we need to build reservoirs, not tear them down, or something like that. Yeah. You would think so. But it's been an interesting week, month, season. Well, I can't remember how. I can't remember the last time I had my sprinklers turned on. Yeah, me I think either. it's like two months. But my real issue is. How about you guys? Are are your weeds growing as well as mine are? We're getting wonderful <laughs> that's, rain, that's the beautiful then thing, some yes. sun and warmth. And if you don't get ca- catch up during a dry period with it's a mower or something, yeah, I don't have to, I don't have too much of a weed problem. Although I've got a lot of Wedelia in the front yard, and most of it's burned. Oh, from the cold! From the cold, yeah. It'll, it'll I mean, it'll yeah. It'll it bounce, a couple but... of weeks, it'll bounce back, and you'll never notice it. But right now, the the top of everything is kind of. Well, what is that plant? It's a ground cover. Um, tropical ground tro- cover. Tropicalish ground cover. Um, has a little yellow little flower, flower on it. Yeah. Um, grows like a weed. Um, like a weedelia? Like, yeah, and it's, like a weedelia. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's, it's relatively drought tolerant, too. It doesn't require a tremendous amount of water. So Our vegetable garden is just inundated with weeds because it's been, you know, don't yeah. want to go out there in the pouring rain to weed. Go down there to harvest a couple of vegetables and scurry back in back, the house. <laughs> run back to the house. You've got a little extra space. Do you have some tall grasses out at the fringes of the property, or is it all kept mowed? And- it's domesticated weeds in the winter that's but kept are they one to two feet tall in some areas no, or no no like a rough area of a golf course no no, no. okay i've well, never been in the rough area of a golf course i'm usually <laughs> right down right down the, right down the middle <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've seen pictures of it. i've heard of it yeah yeah, yeah. Usually yeah that's why right down the middle yeah that's usually where i spend most of my time on a golf course <laughs> uh let's see we got classes today uh it's the 25th of february february is already gone um in San Diego, it's going to be spring gardening with Constance, and that's at 9 o'clock. And in Poway at 9.30, it's going to be fruit tree grafting with Richard Wright. Um, always under the patio. And, in, and, under the patio. And yeah. maybe inside. If We'll see how many people come in. It's, it's chilly. Still, it's chilly. Yeah. yeah. Do our heaters work? Because we have those heaters. Not out on the patio. No, we have the portable heaters we um, typically – Yeah, we – have we'll use, see. have use. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Thanks, George. Yeah. <laughs> Just giving you something to do. <laughs> um, next Saturday, March 4th, uh, in San Diego, it's going to be Spring Color with Ryan in a, at 9 o'clock. And at 9.30 in Poway, it's going to be Houseplant Care and Culture with Gabby and Lauren. And there's really not too much going on in Balboa Park well, for even, the month of March. <laughs> yeah, it would be oh, a little rough yeah. to get. Yeah. Although... Well, Orchid Show should be coming up next month. That's right. Usually it's the, right around St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. It's usually. Middle, like of, middle right. of March is usually when the big Orchid Show uh, comes right. to the Scottish Rite Center. So I haven't heard, yeah, haven't heard, heard anything about either. it yet. Um, well, on Facebook, you know, it is, as you just mentioned, it's the 25th. So towards the end of the month, we posted a challenge for everybody. It's the 25th on Facebook? No, it's the 25th today. Most people understood that, Mr. Grammer. Everyone understood that. Today it is the 25th of February, but it's towards the end of the month, as Ken was alluding to. And on Facebook, we encourage people to join our challenge, and that is to not purchase any plants on February 29th, 30th, or 31st. I'm glad that you reminded me of that, because I was just thinking I saw that challenge, and I thought it said no drinking on the 29th, 30th. So well, no buying yeah. plants no buying on those plants. three days. Okay. Right. What which three days are they again? The Feb twenty ninth, thirtieth, and thirty first. Okay. How many days does February have this year? This year it'll be twenty eight. So okay. most people are going to be able to meet this challenge. Okay. Yeah. When it, when is the next leap year or leap month? Month. Yeah. It's year. Well, it's yeah. Le- <laughs> yeah. The yeah. I don't know when the next. 
Well, George is going to type that in, and he'll have that for us shortly. If I had to remember, I think it's next year. That's what I think. Every four years. Yeah. Um, Take a look at my notes, see what we have going on. Um, Nothing really new as far as that we didn't cover last time as far as citrus is concerned, I don't think. We did get a a brief update or an update on disposal. Mm -hmm. And... They're really concerned, the ag department is really concerned with the transportation of leaves and stems. Mm -hmm. Less, while concerned, less concerned about fruit because usually there are not psyllids on or in the fruit. But cleaning fruit before it gets moved is important. And fresh green citrus leaves can go straight into the greens recycling and be removed. They prefer that citrus leaves be left to dry before recycling, but they understand that people sometimes don't have the patience or the space to do that. So if it goes straight into the greens recycling, it is okay. And control, control, control the psyllid to prevent the spread if there is or are more infected trees. Yeah, I think if it was me to be on the safe side, I think I would just bag it and throw it away. Because if you're going to – if you're going to put it in – not everybody in San Diego has the closed green recycling containers. I know we don't in our neighborhood. We're still waiting for them. I just I just got mine Friday. We we haven't gotten them. So my green recycling containers are just open trash cans, which is what it always was. And if you throw a bunch of greens in there that still have psyllid on them, and they go and throw them in the back of the dump, or they throw them in the back of the truck, then that They're truck's moving moving, yeah, moving exactly. it all over the place. I to be. For me to be on the safe side, I would just bag it and throw it away. And that is – and double bag it if you want to go that far. If you want to go that I far. I am yeah. shocked in the city of San Diego who is so intent on making sure we recycle and do everything that you guys don't all have greens cans yet. That is just – but they have – I mean they still take the greens. They just don't have the cans. We just don't have the – we don't oh, have Oh, you might take them out of trash cans still. Well, they, they're they're still I, yeah, my old neighborhood did the same thing. You just you, you put I, them out okay. there. Right. Yeah, I, yeah. Pre, I, I am less uh, yeah, well, we, agitated right Sarah now. Mesa, they did not. They just have the greens, the green cans. I don't think that they had a recycling truck come by with – you could leave your trash cans out there. I don't even think they did that. So if I'm trying to get a good deal on – old trash cans, I can go to the neighborhoods where they're sending out the greens recycling cans because those people are going to have excess trash cans Correct. in their inventory that they might want to unload Eventually, cheap. yes. Okay. Well, we got, when this whole thing went down, we got a letter from Edco, who handles the trash in Poway, trash and recycling in Poway, saying that we were out of compliance with the state law and we had to have, a, had to have the green recycling bin. Um, so he came out and looked at it and said oh you just need one of the, it's like an 80 gallon bin it's one of just your standard uh, bin and i said you know well what, what's this for? You know, i said what what goes in here and he said well it's all the food scraps and stuff from your from your break room i said okay well what about all the green stuff that we throw away now that goes yeah, in yeah, that goes exactly. in the landfill oh don't worry about that so, yeah it makes so the fun. yards and yards and yards of trimmings plant and material, stuff, plant right. material that we throw away they don't care about so i was gonna, i don't know i was gonna say in virginia beach i remember we don't even have the green cans we actually use just the yard bags and they said the maximum you can use is three if you do more uh we'll send over a fine over to you because we had a letter all of a sudden that gave us a 500 hundred dollar fine for putting five yard bags of yard waste <laughs> in the front i'm not kidding you and we had to pay for it it was awful i don't know what they were such a stickler on that whole rule so it was Unnecessary, in my opinion, but that—that's Virginia Beach, not San Diego. not not San Diego. Yeah, you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more. If you want to give us a call, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. 
There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back with more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. I was um, walking through the rose section yesterday, but roses are just about ready to bloom. Oh, they look great. They're getting very, very close. Although, if you're going to buy them... We had yeah. one in bloom. I forgot which one Oh, did one we have yes, one? There's with, one okay. blooming right now, and I forgot okay. which one it was. I did not I meant see to that. make a note of it in my small pea brain, and I failed. Yeah. Um, if, you buy, if, you're, if you're buying the roses now, I would leave yeah. them in the containers until they go through the first bloom cycle at this point uh, just to get let the the root system fill out a little bit more uh, but they look spectacular they they're really really nice so the the soil they're in that bang 420 is great stuff it has a nice nutrient um content oh, but a blend them, oh you blend to help keep them fed through this First they, blooming cycle. Yeah. They look great. Yeah. They, they look, really took off. They, Even they, with the colder weather, they just really took off. Uh, you know, it's interesting with the with the rain that we've had. One of the things that I've noticed along Spring Canyon Drive in Scripps Ranch, there's a section where there's a bunch of the um, native Coreopsis, that real succulent one. And most of the time, it just looks dead. Yeah. But right now, it's spectacular. I mean, it, it it's... All green, you know, no no brown on it all, and it's blooming like crazy. Flowers. Everything is so nice and green right now. All the hillsides everywhere, and the ceanothus. Have you guys noticed the ceanothus yeah. starting to bloom everywhere? Yeah, yeah, we went out. Mel and I went out hiking at um, Good Ranch last weekend, and the ceanothus was just amazing. Is that the East Poway? Yeah, I think go all the way to the end of Garden Road. Yeah, yeah, it's a really neat area to go hiking in. Uh, it's where the you hike down to there's a ranger station down there and the old ranch house that burned down and I the cedar fire did that once last year and while we were in the middle of the property we came up there was a guy hunting well really <laughs> yes um I didn't know you could do that well you can't <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. which made it all the more surreal yeah. yeah he was he was walking slowly through the through the field with a rifle and uh what was he hunting I don't know. Wabbit. <laughs> it was Elma. Um, the the ranger went over and talked to him. I don't know what the result was, but you, you didn't have helicopters flying over. And, no, okay. no, no, that's good. No, it's a it's a it's a really pretty area. I mean that that must have been back in its heyday. That must have been a spectacular place. The the, the ranch house. It's a stone ranch house um, that was there. It's just a shell of it now after the after the 2003 fire but it really must have been well, if you think incredible. about all the big ranchos that we have here the parks that are built around them they well, didn't, pen, they didn't pick the worst parts of of the county to no, settle right, in. no you know penusquitos was the the ranch the, actually the ranch house in penusquitos is still there it's been restored um and the other one that i didn't realize until mill and i went there a, a couple of years ago uh off of Via Rancho Parkway, you have the the Lake Hodges Golf Center, the driving range. That's uh-huh. You go around behind that, yes. and there's an old rancho there. And they said that that was actually a cattle ranch into the early 1980s. I don't remember seeing ca- I, cattle. I, I remember there. cattle on the side of the road when I would drive on North 15. Yeah, in I, that area. I didn't remember that at all, but that that that's a really nice. That's area a neat too. hike there. You can go under the freeway and then up to I think it's Bernardo Mountain. That looks right. out over Lake Hodges mm-hmm. and North County Fair. It's a it was a neat hike and not a difficult one. Don't oh, have to try the, that. The ranch house in the Penasquitos Preserve now they have a lot of fruit trees in the back, and everything has chicken wire wrapped, you know, three or four feet high to keep the deer keep from the deer out of it. so many deer down in that canyon. Yeah, that's a that's a nice that's a nice hike through um, Penasquitos Canyon over to the over to the waterfall. I helped the uh, some scouts do an eagle project out there decades ago, and we put all the material where they built the trail around the waterfall, so people would wouldn't walk, you know, down inside. They had steps and, and railings. Oh. We used my truck to get all the material out there. It was a lot of fun. The same truck? 
Uh, no, my older okay. truck. Okay. Yeah. Well, we were hiking out there one time. Uh, tons of oak trees out there, and we went off the trail just a little bit. But there's there's actually a grave site out there, and it's it's fenced mm-hmm. um, on the south side of the creek. Exa- exactly. Right. Um, and I don't, I can't, I can't remember who's who's buried out there. Uh, but we were standing there looking at it, and we could hear something off in the distance a little ways moving through the brush and i don't know what it was but it was big because you because <laughs> you could hear you could hear it crunching as it as it was moving along and i, told, I remember telling Mel, i said we we need to go <laughs> i don't know what that is but i don't want to find out yeah. <laughs> so, it is stalking us yeah. um, now in peak penisquitos canyon you say oaks and water when i picture the trails i go on where there's oaks and water there's almost always poison oak. Is there poison oak in PQ Canyon? I would imagine. I, I recall seeing it. I don't. Re- not at the early stages when you first cross from the main parking lot, but further in, there, where there are some places you can traverse back and forth. There's there's oak poison oak in there. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me I, at all. I can't think of any trails that I've been on where there's where there are oaks and water, where there isn't poison yeah. oak. Well, most of the trail through Penasquitos Canyon is open. It's it, it's it wide do, open. It, yeah, yeah, it doesn't go through the trees. Can, Ken Ostad and I did a hike once, and we went off trail, which we don't do very often. But we were, it was Hollenbeck Canyon, which is a really neat hike, and it's a, a fairly easy hike. But we went off trail, and we went down into this little canyon and had to climb up the far side. And as we began climbing out, we saw all the poison oak that was coming out of the same canyon. So we had to kind of map a route through the rocks that – didn't, didn't have any, poison oak. and we and we we did. We were successful, but I every place we go. If you haven't done Hollenbeck, it's it's out just east of the Hummel Casino. Well, since oh. this is a garden talk show, what what plants do you see in there? There are lots of native poppies and oaks and a. So the stream. poppies this time would probably be blooming. Probably right? be blooming and just open hillsides. I. I can't tell you what's on them but the cianothus would be blooming now and it is a, a pristine area that runs from campo road from the 94 and it winds all the way back into this canyon to the backside of um hamul lions valley road it, it winds through the canyon goes from one end to the other hmm. it, it it's it's beautiful and there's some old dams there somebody had had a homestead in there and the the creek, there's always water there. It may not always be flowing a whole lot, but I'll bet it's flowing nicely now. I would imagine. I can yeah. imagine, yeah. I'll have to check that out. Uh, if you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. Um, bear root, fruit tree season is winding down. Uh, we're... Oh, wait, and there's nice sycamores in there, too. Well, you know, you Peaky Cannon has a lot of sycamores yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay, bear root's winding down. Sorry. Bear root's winding, winding down. It's getting... I think we've smaller removed, and smaller every day. Yeah, in the Poway yeah. store, we I think we've removed eight or nine of the big boxes already. We've consolidated down. So more than half, or about about half. half, yeah, give or take. So there's still a few things you can pick up bare root. Otherwise, um, it'll be probably another five or six weeks before the stuff will be before the potted stuff will be ready. This right. year ready to but go. there's other potted inventory fruit trees at, at both stores that are still coming along well, or from last year. That are well rooted in and they're ready to go, and, and a great good. many in bloom. You know, yeah, a lot of stuff in bloom. Those, those weeping—is it the weeping cherries? Is that we got in from Monrovia? Mon- Monrovia? Yes. Yeah, those are. That's a neat plant. That's a really neat plant. If you haven't seen those before, snow fountains. Is that they, what, they're no, popular? I, for that. I mean, they're, they're very yeah, showy. That's incredibly yes. showy. They don't fruit though, do. No, no, yeah, yeah. no. They're just, a flowering cherry, right. and actually, you know what the the Japanese friendship garden should be looking pretty spectacular about this time. Maybe another week or two. Yeah, uh, I noticed. Uh, did you see the story this week? I saw a video of somebody, two people, sneaking into the Japanese friendship garden and stealing a bonsai out of there. I they have a very nice yeah, video of so it. I heard uh, that, and I can't imagine in the community here that they won't be discovered. Especially with the the videos pretty clear of them too, but oh, what, wow. what is wrong with people? Exactly, I, exactly. I, I don't get it. Uh, the other thing that's uh, 
that's big this time of the year, and it's about the only time of the year that you'll you'll find it is a uh, pink jasmine. The yeah, I disagree. Poly- There's another. There are other big things this time of the year too. Well, like camellias. Well, camellias, yeah, but yeah, this, pink but jasmine's this, got like a month. Yeah, 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 the pink jasmine. You got you got like yeah. four to six weeks, and then you know what? Pink jasmine is like the. Hardenbergia vine that we were bad mouthing. Wasn't that just last week? <laughs> that yes. was we last were saying week. Not yes. nice things about Hardenbergia. The pink jasmine is wonderful. It's fragrant as all get out, and then it's done yeah. until next year. And, it's, it, yeah. Yeah. and it's kind of an ugly vine. I think Maybe so. we could put Hardenbergia and. No. I, I don't we, think it's an ugly vine. I don't think it's a bad looking vine. It's not vine. a very attractive looking vine. It's kind I of agree. spindly and. Thank you, Mark. I mean, it doesn't drop its flower. I mean, it's it get, you have to go in there and trim all that stuff out. And it's just. I, uh, I'm not a big fan. Nothing that matters. Maybe five up high. Well, Ken and I will just <laughs> right go sit underneath one ourselves with a glass of wine and, and well, inhale the fragrance. Some people yeah, love the, the fragrance. The fragrance people, is incredible. I agree. But I would suggest that that's another vine that you might want to plant with other things uh, around it so you only enjoy the flowers and don't really see it the rest of the year. Just like we were – how come we were – well, I guess it's a different plant. We were in agreement with the Hardenbergia, I thought. Wasn't it a kumbaya moment where we all agreed that the vine is here. ugly? Well, the, yeah. I, I'm not a big Hardenbergia fan. Yeah, I think yeah. they're gorgeous when they're in bloom. So, yeah. pink jasmine is the Hardenbergia of the jasmine family. Well, That's the way could, I look at it. I guess you could look at it that way. Okay, thank you. Uh, well, have, well, one last piece on that jasmine. It's a true jasmine. <laughs> Yes, it Unlike is. Unlike a lot of the other plants that are called jasmine. Like star jasmine. Very like star good, jasmine. Very good point. And night-blooming jasmine. And also pink jasmine is a white flower, but people confuse that. Well, the buds are pink. The buds Correct. are, yeah. Correct. Yeah, the, ba- the, back of the, the back of the petals is, is pink. Correct. The, the, and the, the clusters are large. They're very fragrant. Oh, gosh, that's a great vine. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for bringing <laughs> me around to it. Can you make tea out of that one? I think it's the uh, sambac is that's the one that's what, used. That's what I thought, yeah. I thought it was. Aren't you going to say once, at least once? Well, yeah, I guess technically you could. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like a just like a mushroom. You can, yeah. you can eat any mushroom once. Um, you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Sherman, stay on the line. We're going to talk to you when we come back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. If you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. We would love to talk to you. As a matter of fact, we are going to go out to Coronado where Sherman is waiting. Sherman, good morning. Thanks for holding. What can we do for you? Hi, fellas. Apropos to your conversation about uh, Jasmine, I ripped mine out of our front yard uh, in the fall because it just was kind of scraggly and all over the place. But I'm looking to replace it. It's, it's, a, it's along the uh, north-facing fence. And um, I heard on another garden show from up in Northern California about a hedge called, and I'm going to goof this up, uh, Sacrococa or Saracoca? Yeah, Sarcococa. Sarcococa. How do you think that will grow in, in afternoon sun uh, in a place like Coronado? And we're right we're right up against the bay, about a hundred yards away. So, just wondering how all that would influence it. I don't think it's going to do a a great job there. But how much sun will this area get? Yeah, so it, it only gets afternoon sun, and and there I have a tree that it's sort of filtered. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean that's that's sort of the the general idea there. I have seen the trumpet vines 
in the shade in La Jolla, and they don't bloom as much, but they grow. They still grow really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that would cover nicely. Are you trying to cover the – a shrub would work there? A vertical shrub would be yeah. okay? Yeah, yeah. You know, I so so the jasmine work great, okay? Um, and and I do have a um, a passion uh, uh, vine in the area that just like it's like a jungle all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, I'm I'm looking for something that especially will give me an you know a early ish uh, spring uh, bloom on it if possible as well. Yeah, that pink jasmine that we've been bad mouth the entire time. <laughs> the one that you ripped out. Yeah. It'd be perfect yeah. for that. Um, <laughs> well, the two the two that would do it would be Hardenbergia and pink jasmine. The other and, and star jasmine. Well, but he wants a spring bloomer. Yeah, but all three of those are the ones that bloom early. They're blooming. Oh. They'll bloom now. Oh, the other ones will all bloom and, later. And star start, jasmine blooms a lot longer. It has a much longer blooming yeah. cycle. Yeah, and it's 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 tough as nails too. It's really yeah, it is. Yeah, it's you know, a, it, the, the other thing in this area, um, I get a lot of like the black uh, mold or whatever it is uh, that comes with it. it's all over my all over our picket fence and it's on the leaves itself. Um, was it star jasmine that you were that you took out? Yeah. Okay. And it frequently gets scale that causes that black city mold black to form. City mold. Yeah. So, so there's an insect on there that needs to be treated. Is it that would be the thing to put back in and then treat for the scale and then you'll get rid of the sooty mold and it will look much nicer, do better and uh create less of a mess. And that would be in bloom probably uh in March and early April or is it a little later? No, that's about that's, that's about, about right. It it's getting going. ready to to bud mm-hmm. now, I would think, and then mm-hmm. it's followed by its rapid growth cycle. Yeah, and the hardened birchia, uh, you have that at the Point Loma store as well. Usually, yeah, you you could give them a, before you drive over the bridge. You could give them a call and 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 check stock on it. But it would be something that we would normally stock this time of the year. And there's a a, a white flowering version and and the standard kind of purple the, looking the, one. Mm-hmm. Well, I I appreciate. It. Look, you're. Your nursery is the only one I go to. Well, thank you very much. We it's, appreciate it's the that. the best, and, and I'm one of your hedge guys, and, and that always helps. And uh, the stock you guys have is just the best. Thank best you so much. We, we really appreciate that. Thanks, fellas. Okay, have a great weekend, Sherman. Take care. Take care. You Bye. know, if, if he wanted to try something different in there, there were some neat cane begonias in Point Loma. Yeah, upright. Yeah, They're too. planted out about two to three feet tall. With the big leaves, Angel the fancy wings? leaves. Um, no, they're the ones that that have almost palm-like leaves to them. The ones we've I've seen before were smaller, but they look like little miniature palm trees. Hmm. Uh, just the way the the leaves are formed, the compound leaves come out in a in a whorl that look like a a palm frond. Oh, interesting. Um, we have some really cool begonias in Point Loma right now. And that would be another upright. It's not going to vine. It's not right. going to climb on the fence. Yeah. But it would do well in the the situation he was describing. Did I miss here? Did he want fragrance, though? Uh, I don't that, think so. Okay. I don't think that, that didn't come into the equation. Right. Uh, we're going to head over to uh, San Diego where Pamela is waiting. Good morning, Pamela. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you all? We are doing well. What can we do for you? Well... I've got a question, which I think I probably should have asked back in the fall instead of now. But I have, in the past, um, planted like a, a lot of different kinds of daffodils, mm-hmm. and they're supposed to naturalize. Yes, they, right. They're they're still coming up, but all they do is come up with green stems and no blooms. And I wondered, uh, do you feed them? Well, when that's what I think is wrong. When is the right time to feed them? When there's green foliage on there. So right now, uh, usually the bulbs are oh. re-energized after they get done blooming and while they're in their green growth stage. That's when they're putting energy back down in the into the bulb for next year. So I'd go out and feed them right now so that this rain washes into the soil and, and gives them food, and I'd follow up again in another four to six weeks and do it again. If that doesn't do it, then this 
Well, I guess you can't this year. I was going to say, next year they should be beautiful. Yeah, and if not, then divide them. Dig them up. There might be too much competition in there so that they're, they don't get any energy. But I'd start with just fertilizing them. Yeah, and oh, use something use something with a high, high phosphorus. phosphorus yeah. yeah, high phosphorus. Okay, the, the middle number uh, on your on your fertilizers. Yeah, people use bone meal if you have bone meal. <clears throat> yeah, bone meal is, is one of the traditional ones that you can use. Uh, the Grow Power uh, is it Rosen the Flower and Bloom Flower is and Bloom three twelve twelve right? Yeah, so it has twelve that, that phosphorus. That would work very well as well. Flower. Flower and bloom. Flower and bloom. Yeah, grow power. Flower and bloom. Yeah. And it's granular. It's very easy. Power. Very easy to put out, and it'll just get washed right in with the rain. Yep. And if you don't have that, just take any fertilizer that you right. have right now and point. do it, yeah. and then follow up with Later, with a with the, yeah, different fertilizer. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. The best fertilizer yeah. is the one that you use. So. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm. You know, I'm really old. I'm <laughs> 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 really old. Uh, Ninety-five, like. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Wonderful. Congratulations. Congratulations! No kidding. Yeah. A- anyway, I'm Dr. Ross's nurse. That's what I. That's what I thought, but he said San Diego and not you know East County. So you threw me off. You're still out on your your yeah, farm, right? I, well, I don't know what I didn't say. I was in San Diego. No, I wanted to I throw a curveball to the garden guys. Don't worry, it's it's, okay. it's baseball season. Okay. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, anyway, um, what was it? Oh, in the old days, they told you not to put the fertilizer out just before it rained because it just washed it away and and, and ruined the whole thing. That there I, is, we there were is... always told that if, back in the you know the fifties, sixties, and seventies, and now you say, oh. Quick, go put it out because you know not, when it's going to rain. And I wondered if the difference is uh, whether you're in drought or whether you're uh, having regular rain. Well, they were they were wiser back in the day. But if we are expecting a runoff rain, which this kind of might be, then maybe you should wait. But I'd go put some out and and hopefully get some benefit from it. Um, because it looks like they're backing off on how much rain you're going to get. Is it pouring out yeah. there right now? I think it's just started raining. I just woke up. <laughs> <laughs> Us too. Good, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like it's raining now, and it wasn't. I was awake half the night, and and and, and I thought, where's this rain that's supposed to be coming? You know. Uh, yeah, well, I thought well, like, it, I thought it was going to start earlier than it did as well. Well, like David said, if we're going to if you are expecting a torrential downpour, it, it's not it wise to put yeah. it out. You just you might be wasting it. But if it's a steady, nice, easy rain, it's a great time to put fertilizer out. There, smart. All right, thank you so much. Thank you thank for the you. call, Pamela. You have a great weekend. You, yeah, you the same to you. <laughs> okay, <boys>. thanks. Take <laughs> care. If you want to give us a call day, 888-344-1170 is the number. Um, it's coming. So It's on its way. I checked the oh. radar range. Oh. <laughs> so going back to the Saracoca that the gentleman was speaking of, I'm not familiar with that. Have we carried that? Are you guys familiar we've, with it? We've, we've carried it for years, and to be honest with you, I've never... I've never done anything. It, it's like called. It. No, a, it's, I, I was looking it up because I'm not familiar with it. It's called a fragrant Saracoca or a sweet box. Right. And it grows well in shade or partial shade. Right. Yeah. It looks pretty. I know we, we used to get it from Monrovia, and it always looked nice. But I, I don't have any history with it. That's not the. That's not the one with the weird little thing growing. No, out that's of the Ruscus. Ruscus. But they look, yeah. the leaves. You know, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, it has yeah. shiny red berries. It's it's in yeah. the boxwood family. Right. So all right. Interesting. Well, want to learn? That's why. We, yeah, we've know. we've carried we've carried it for yeah. for years. But years. I, I don't think I've ever. Sold yeah, one. I've never. <laughs> I, I know we. I know it's sold. I can't tell you. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I've never, I've, I've never incorporated done in somebody's yard. Like yeah. it, this is gonna. We so should I have told know. them to try it and get back to us. Yeah, let's 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 change our opinion. You know what? Try the sarcococca yeah. and let us know. Yeah, <laughs> see what happens. Um, you know, another thing that's coming in this time of the year, and we've actually finally found a, a decent supplier again for them, is Symbidium orchids. Wow! Yes. Yeah! Wow! They're yeah, we're, we're getting we're getting. They're, nice they're really nice. Uh, we just got in another batch at both stores this week. Um, what what colors did you get in? 
it's pinks a, and it's mixed. yellows. Uh, pinks, yellows, whites. And, and they are, there's a couple of dark ones. That, a lot of people are just grabbing them, though. They yeah, because they're in such re- exactly they're demand. full of bloom they and they're gorgeous. We have gone through such a cycle with cymbidiums where they were inexpensive and everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Almost ubiquitous, ubiquitous. Yeah. Uh, and then more and more growers disappeared, and now they're a, a rarity. They're yeah, becoming it's more true. of a commodity. Yeah. yeah, they're a little bit more expensive. Yeah. Well, the, we had that one grower that was. Uh, Sea grows. They don't. They don't. They don't grow them anymore. Oh, really? That's why they changed their name from Cymbidium to Sea. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They 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 grew. They 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 grew the the probably the nicest in Cymbidiums I've ever seen. Upright square pots with a half a dozen bloom spikes per plant. They were they they were were amazing. They were stunning. Yes, absolutely stunning. And uh, they they don't do that anymore. So unfortunately. Uh, you're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Alan, stay on the line. We're going to talk to you when we come back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And we're back. With more garden talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I, I was just looking on the National Weather Service website, and there's an orange area, and I don't ever remember seeing an orange area before, but that's a blizzard warning. And it's here? No, it's it's uh, Wrightwood, yes. Big Bear. Oh. It's and up it's in the top, San Bernardino. So we, we're yeah. just having a winter storm warning here. We're pink. Yeah, they, they were expecting a lot of snow in the San Bernardino Mountains, right. uh, at least what I saw last night, so... Yeah, be, if you're going up that direction, be very careful. I have a friend of mine that's up at Mammoth right now, and it's just insane. Yeah, but if you're inside. Yeah, if you're inside with a cocktail by the fire, perfect. Yeah. That's but. where I would be. I'm sure as heck not going to go skiing. <laughs> at 6.49 a.m. <laughs> uh, we're going to head out to uh, Point Loma where Alan is waiting. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Uh, good morning. I have, I have a question about my avocado tree. Okay. Um, what can you do to get more blooms? I have I have a, a tree, and then I have another tree next that grew up next to it, and um, the tree that grew up next to it doesn't get any blooms. My regular avocado tree is very very old, it's from 1930s, and it's a, a natal, um, and it um, it gets bloom very good blooms, but every other year. Alan, the one that you said grew up next to it was that a seedling? Yes. H- how old is it? It's probably about 10 years. Yeah. Well, we're getting there. It's, Now's about the time when it's going to finally start blooming. Um, is it really tall and slender? Yes, it's very it's tall. It's, it's, it's taller than the, than the old tree. So I, would, I have a couple of seedlings that I let do that at home, and I can't get to the fruit now that it finally shows up on there. So you might want to top it. Uh, so it'll branch out lower, but it takes them what seven to ten years to. Yeah, they basically to have to go through puberty as a as yeah. and start before they're going to start producing fruit. So you need an, they have to be older. And the okay. the trees that you buy in the store are grafted, and that's why they bloom young right away or, and much yeah. much younger. But the seedlings yeah. take a while, and you're not going to you're not going to know what you're going to get until until that fruit arrives. You might oh, have the wow. very next best avocado in Ever. the world. Or not? Uh, well, my the ones that are on my natal, they're um, they're uh, really good. They're huge. It's a great avocado, and not not a lot of them out there. You're you're no. lucky. You are fortunate it, to have one. Yeah, they're like footballs. Yes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, that's a big that's a big fruit on that one. Yeah, people. Oh, everybody steals them. <laughs> you know. Yeah, they come over my fence and steal. 
on and stuff. Yeah, I w- so what, big. what I would do, what I would definitely do though for both of the trees is get on a regular feeding schedule if you aren't on if you aren't doing it now and use something like the um, the Grow Power Citrus and Avocado food. And I think it's about isn't it every eight weeks that they recommend that you put that down? Yeah, and get, a feed, feed, feed because that will accelerate it. But time is the yeah. that's the key factor. Yeah, and patience. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, with the, yeah. with the seedlings, I've done. I bought spikes from you, you know, and put those around. But you know, I haven't. I haven't uh, is this granular or what is it? Yeah, it's gra- it's granular, and it's also um, it's humic acid based, and the humic acid really helps build up um, the microorganisms in your soil. And you yeah. do you put it on the tree line or where do you do under it? the drip line? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah avocados a, typically can suffer from uh, deficiencies in micronutrients, and what's nice about that particular fertilizer, it, it does have the magnesium and zinc that they crave. Okay, and is that your store in Point Loma? And yeah. iron, iron as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. And what's it called again? Grow Power Citrus and Avocado Food. Okay, I'll try some of that and see how it works. Yeah, it works very well. It's a good, it's a good fertilizer. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Bye-bye. Take care. Uh that's the crapshoot with with, a, yeah, with, with a avocado seedling, seedling. With avocado seedling. You just and they they just shoot straight up. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take my own advice and cut mine when they were young. And you've gotten fruit off, but way up there. I get a lot of fruit off of them. They they produce uh, about a month earlier than the than the hoss, and I can't get to it. And even with your new. Tool even you... with my new tool and even with a 12-foot ladder and, the, <laughs> and a 12-foot uh, picker on top of the wow. 12-foot ladder. Um, and it's wow. right against the fence, and it's leaning towards the neighbors. I did a few years ago cool. chop the top off the tree, but then the next top just did the same thing. Oh, well. I know. I'm going to have to go over and do it again because it was leaning on the fence. and. Do we have another one? We do. Oh, go ahead. Okay. We're going to head out to El Cajon where Ann is waiting. Good morning, Ann. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Good. What can we do for you? Yeah, I have a question. Of, I have a fig tree that have, this will be the third uh, year uh, since I planted it, and it looks more like a bush than a tree. I think I was given bad advice about pruning it. I want to know if I cut all the branches, the lower branches, will it hurt the tree? No, it yeah. shouldn't. It shouldn't. They're pretty. Figs are probably one of the most resilient uh, of the fruit trees, and you can you can do pretty much whatever you want with them. What what variety is it? Just out of curiosity. I believe it's either a black or a mission. It's real. The fruit is really dark. Is it a, when you say black a blackjack by chance? No. Oh, okay. It's probably Black Mission. All right. Well, yeah, because Black Blackjack Mission. and Violet de Bordeaux are naturally small. small shrub type trees, so I was just curious from that perspective. You can train it however you yeah. want. If you want to chop off the lower branches and give it more of a traditional you want more height. tree yeah. form, go ahead and do that. The downside is the higher the figs are, the fewer you're going to get and the more the birds are going to get. Okay. So, this is only, after three years, it's only grown to like. Six feet tall. Eh. That's very little. Uh, there is a dwarf one called blackjack that is does not get large, and there's a couple of other dark fruited varieties that don't get large. But if it is only six feet after three years, I'd be more concerned that it hasn't gotten enough food and water during its first two summers to really help it to grow, because they should grow. Uh, a healthy black mission fig will put out six foot branches in a season. If it's if it's in full sun, is it being shaded in any way? Uh, there is a, a pine tree close. It's uh, like yeah, it gets some shade from a pine tree, but most of it, it it was hard last summer to keep it watered because it was so hot out here. I was having trouble get keeping it watered so that. That may, because it grew real well the first year, but then, like I said last so year. So we, we might encourage feeding, watering, and incur, and putting a nice thick layer of mulch around the base of the tree. Okay. Help, yeah, help conserve that, should, that moisture. That should help. 
Okay, but okay. it's okay to cut the lower branches because yeah, they're right on the ground. Yep. growing on the ground. I don't like them. Yeah, okay. yeah, you can take, take those off. Yep. Thank you. Okay, thanks, Ann. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the weather. Bye. <laughs> take <laughs> take care. Yeah, she won't have to water. I mean, that'll that's this week. Yeah, no, not this weekend. So, or for the next probably a couple weeks, really. So, just a reminder: classes today in San Diego at nine o'clock. Spring gardening with Constance at nine thirty. It's going to be fruit tree grafting with Richard Wright. I would get there early for the Richard. Well, get there early for either one. Right. Um, but the Richard Wright classes typically are very popular. And drive carefully. And drive very carefully out there. It is because yeah, we're going to be out there. have a great weekend everybody we'll be back with another hour of garden talk next saturday have a great weekend thanks for joining us on garden talk by walter anderson nursery your source for gardening landscaping and horticulture news still have a question for the garden talk crew or want to learn more about the show how to become a guest or sponsor send an email to ask an expert at walteranderson.com that's ask an expert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com there's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on garden talk by walter anderson nursery this program is sponsored by walter anderson nursery Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.